0: Welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we understand that people are frustrated because they're stuck in particular areas of their life that they want to be free from. The problem is they don't have the right information or practical tools to solve their own problem. Here at the Perspective Podcast, we deliver multiple perspectives with practical solutions that will assist people to become unstuck and on to live in their best life. So sit back, relax, get a notepad out. Welcome
1: to Perspective.
2: If I look like what I've been through, I'd be roadkill. Tell me off
0: of the pavement, I'm reeking from the... Mo-
1: All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, C. Muzan. Got T here with me. Say what's up, T.
2: What's going on, family?
1: Everybody, we are back for another episode. Super excited to bring you this episode. Again, just having conversations, giving people different perspectives, always been The topic and the theme of the podcast, and we're going to continue to do it. You know, we've jumped down the the rabbit hole of business and of entrepreneurship and many other different topics. Today is a topic we haven't touched yet, but I know a lot of you guys have a different perspective on it. And I think T and I have a different perspective on it. We'll see as we kind of jump in. So hopefully you guys stay tuned and listen to the entire podcast. But today we are talking about the D word, that D, divorce. The word that a lot of uh, us married folk, we don't want to talk about, happens every once in a while, pops up in in your marriage here and there. But after the divorce, the question comes, what happens to the estate? What happens to the money? We all know that in most states, and I don't know if it's most, but I know a lot of the states, that everything is split 50-50, right? No matter what you came in with or What you're walking away with, it's always going to be 50-50. And we, T and I talked a a little bit about it, but that's what the podcast is for. Do you think that's right? You know, do you think it's right to split everything up 50-50? Or does one person get more? Does another person get more? Like, how does it work? I'll give some background before I throw it over to T. But the reason why we started talking about this, because just a little bit ago, news came out that Jeff Bezos... And his wife of 25 years were getting a divorce. So for those of you that don't know who Jeff Bezos is, shouldn't be listening to this podcast. No, just... <laughs> no Jeff... welcome, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> exactly, right? Welcome. Jeff Bezos is the creator, the starter, the owner of Amazon, and arguably the richest man in the world. Yes, T? Mm. Is he? No, he...
2: Well, after the split, I don't know. Yeah, after the
1: split, (laughs) we have no idea. But like before, I'm pretty sure he ranks in the top three of wealthy. He's number one, right? Okay, so he's the wealthiest man in the world. And he's getting divorced or looking like he's going to get a divorce from his wife. So in the state of California, I believe, which is where they're getting their divorce, it's 50-50, which means his wife of 25 years will receive approximately 75 billion dollars. That's B with a <laughs> that's that's billions with a B. <laughs> billions with a B. So, the question comes, like is that right? Like should should she get 75 billion because they split it 50-50? How much was she involved? You know, you get those memes out there that I see on social that I've seen Right? You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. It's a Drake line. Right? And its I don't know if that's true. But that's what we're here to talk about and get your perspective on. So, T, what's, what's your perspective on this divorce? Who gets the bag? Where, where does it go? What should happen?
2: Well, all right. well I'm going to start off with an overarching statement. Number one, I do not, and I repeat this, like a Stephen A. Smith, he I actually get annoyed with him sometimes. (laughs) I do not (laughs) believe in prenuptial agreements. If I'm going to a marriage covenant with someone, I repeat, I do not believe under no circumstance am I going in to an agreement of marriage, Mm. right? Now, if you want to call some other agreement, partnership, (laughs) togetherness, (laughs) until we get tired of each other, but if it's going to be called marriage, 100% disagree and decline all by any type of prenuptial arrangements.
1: Now, <laughs> now you're, you're going to have to explain that because obviously in the first, you know, three minutes we're on the podcast, right? We're going to be in disagreement because I don't think you can make that type of statement with the amount of different circumstances yeah, yeah. that are out there, but... Elaborate on that T. Tell me why. I'm gonna I'll tell you why. So this is my fundamental belief system.
2: Now, now here goes this is why I may differ from maybe yourself and others out there that are gonna be listening, I'm pretty sure, right? Is because of this. I believe that marriage is a forever covenant, okay? Right? Like that's a forever promise. Meaning, I am saying to you under God. And to all the other little G's, if you will, <laughs> in the room are the witnesses that are there, all the other people that I am committing my entire being to you. I'm committing my spirit to you to a certain degree, right? I'm committing my soul and I'm committing my body and everything. I'm committing all my good things that you love, you know, my smile, my spirit, my, you know, my ingenuity, my aggressiveness, you know, in a good way. I'm committing all of that. But guess what? You're accepting that. But you're also accepting all of the things that are negative about me, right? That I'm still working through. Maybe my you know, self-consciousness. You're accepting my mommy issues, my daddy issues, right? Mm -hmm. If I was molested before and I still got issues, you know, things going on with that, you're helping me to overcome. You're taking all of my good, all of my bad. I'm committing everything to you. And then not only am I committing to you, I'm receiving all of the benefits, all of your shortcomings and everything back. But then when you put that butt in there, with that prenup that says all of that, but my money, that's not everything. And that's not marriage to me. Mm. I don't even believe, and I'm going to say something outrageous to most people, it ain't even marriage to me with a prenup. Just keep it 100% real. Mm. That's not marriage. Marriage is a coming together. My book of fact, if you will, my book of truth says when a man and a woman come together and they become one. There's no way you become one when you are purposefully intentionally saying i'm signing this agreement saying hey we're going to be kind of one you can have all of my money and everything of me all my my headaches my problems my this my good my bad but except for this if we if we go ahead and decide to split But the whole point is I'm becoming one. There's no splitting. Like right now, I wouldn't start cutting my arm off. I wouldn't be like, you know what, I'm one person right now, I'm gonna cut my arm off. I'm gonna cut my leg off, I'm gonna cut this off. No, I'm not even considering cutting that off. So there is no consideration of me becoming a one new person with you and I'm already thinking about how I'm starting to chop that body up later and who gets the arm, who gets the foot, and who gets this when it's over. I wouldn't do that with me as a one person. And when I become married with somebody, I'm not doing that with them. So if I'm a billionaire, and I said this to, to Chris prior to you know, our, our podcast, I said I could be a billionaire walking in to someone who is – impoverished, $200,000 in student loans and everything. And if I commit myself to her, and I'm a billionaire, and for whatever reason, we decide, or it happens, or she leaves. Like I tell my wife all the time, I said, I'm not leaving. If somebody's going to leave, it's going to be you. But I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> like, I'm sticking in this thing because I believe that deeply. But let's say she's like, I want out, I don't care. I'm like, well, look, I'm not going to be R. Kelly hold you hostage, right? <laughs> so like, you yeah, hey, right, if that's the case, and it happens, guess what? I will personally write there, hey, your honor, that she want cash, check or credit, to split this up, wow. boom. Here you go, baby. I love you. And guess what? If you find in your heart that you can forgive and you want to come back, and I'm still there, I want it back together because that's how much I'm committed if I decide to get married to somebody. So that's why I do not believe in up in any way, shape, or form. You cannot tell me you're giving yourself 100% to somebody under God, yet have an agreement that says, hey, when we split up, this is how much money I want back.
1: Mm. So that's my
2: foundation on it. Oh, go ahead, you can give yours, you can go back.
1: You, you, you it. Because you know I'm boiling over here. With what you're saying, so again, just to reiterate this, so I have it clear, and the listeners have it clear, and everybody out there has it clear. If you are a billion, if you had to do it over again, I know you're happily married right now. If you had to do it over again, you came into a a relationship with a billion dollars, extreme yes, sir. billion dollars, I'm and she yep. and she comes in with a bag, just clothes, and she's just coming Come on, in, baby. She's just coming Come in.
2: There too. You're a billionaire too, and baby. Now,
1: seven years later, she's like, "Yeah, I wasn't. I don't really like you too much. Like this. This really wasn't what I was thinking." And you let her go. You're okay with giving her five hundred million dollars for that seven years of her dealing with you. Because here goes the thing,
2: Chris. Look, my Bible says your treasure, your treasure is where your your heart is. Where your treasure is, right? Are your I, treasure I, is where your heart is? I understand, right? Like, and so it's not about the money. Like, who cares about the, I mean, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these people that say don't care about the money. You go back and to our podcast, we're talking about right. ways to make money, grow our family. But in that situation, I don't become one with my money. I become one with the other person. And we're creating something that's special. That's why, if we're going to go back to the book, of, my book of truth, right? It says explicitly, be take your time, get in married, hurry." Like, you know, like if you believe in Christ, he said, this is not an easy thing. <laughs> this is not hard. Paul talks about it. He goes on to say, hey, God, listen, if you get married, your life going not change. He even said, I can't even do what I'm doing. And this is Paul, if I was married, because I have to commit myself to this woman and the children that come from it. Right? That's my now responsibility. The problem is people just willy-nilly get married. They don't consider the full weight of it. Thus, it's easy to be like, hey, hold up. You know, I like you a lot. (laughs) I wouldn't mind having kids with you. I wouldn't mind like committing, you know, for you. But if I get bored then guess what, I want my back, you take yours back, and I'm gonna go back to my sandbox, you go back to your sandbox, what you came to the sandbox with, right? <laughs> you came to my sandbox with. I don't believe that. If I'm gonna get married to you, and the funny thing is, I've had this system of beliefs since I was 15.
0: Sure.
2: Right, like I've all, if you ever, anybody out there that's listening to the podcast that do me 15, going to Wilson High School, you know, I don't believe in no pre I don't care how much money it is, it don't matter. Every time they split up, you know I'm from California. Oh man, such a such thing I have. Yep, should have. Yep, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Should have. I can't. It don't matter. I can't. Now, I, goes, I, re- I really, I
1: really, I really think it's circumstantial. I really don't think no. that this is one of those things that can be completely one side or the other, right? I just don't see it that way because, yes, I agree with everything that you said, T. Like I agree, I agree with all of it. That's how I look at marriage as well. Right. If we're getting together, this is a covenant under God like this is right. It's funny enough. And that's why we're probably friends. I said the same thing to my wife, like I'm not leaving you. Right. So like you're going to have to leave me because there's no plan B for this thing. So it's either going to be you or like we're sticking together. Like I've told her the same thing and I agree like a thousand percent. But is it fair? Right. And again, I don't I think you might have a difference of opinion, but is it fair That if one person, we might go into a marriage thinking those things and understanding that it's all or nothing, that like once we make that covenant, that we are together and that's it. But is it fair to say that the other person has to think the same way, right? See, what I understand about marriage so far is that like we're still individuals trying to come together to be one under God. Right, but like we still have our own mindsets. There's still things that pop up in our lives individually that we have to handle, that we have to deal with. There's nothing that says, and that's why I say this is circumstantial because there's something that says, like, if after I've built my wealth or whatever the case is, then I bring, I marry another person or somebody that has already lived their life also, right, has baggage, the whole nine, as idealistic as I'd like this to be that's how people get over, right? That's how, like, you don't know another person, even enough, we just talked about that with our own spouses. Like, as long as Uh we've been married, there's still stuff we don't know about them, right? Uh And if that's always gonna be the way that, like, hey, I wanna get married because I have this idea, plus, right, I believe in marriage and I believe in the covenant under God. Like, I believe in those things. But if the other person at some point something happens, I don't know, they mm-hmm. get strung out on drugs or something crazy mm-hmm. happens in their life. Yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. like, but hey, like the covenant that we've said in the beginning, like you broke it because you wanted to go do your own thing. And now you're entitled to half of everything that like I brought into this. That doesn't make sense. Right. That doesn't well, I, make sense.
2: Okay. Well, I got it. Okay. Okay. I get it.
1: And let me say, and and, and before you answer, before you answer, let me tell you, and then back to kind of how we started the podcast, but like in the Jeff Bezos case, I think that she should get half, right? That's why I say it's circumstantial. I don't think it's one way or the other. In their case, I believe she, and I talked to my wife about this too, right? I was like, I believe she should get half. Think about this. I'm an entrepreneur. You know how much we talk about entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and- I know what it takes or what I can only imagine what it takes to build a company like Amazon. I can only imagine just by what I go through on a daily basis. I can only imagine the sacrifices, the late nights, the long, you know, the days away, the aggravation, all of that stuff that Jeff Bezos had to do in order to build Amazon. And his wife of 25 years was right there with him. She deserves every bit of that money that he does, because I understand as an entrepreneur and I told my wife the same thing. If that ever happened, she would deserve every bit of whatever we split up because I know what she had to go through in order for us to build something like an Amazon. You know what I mean? Like that Mm -hmm. that deserves everything. So in that case, I think she deserves every bit of that money every bit of it because people don't know what happens behind the scenes. Like the support yeah. the support system of what it takes to build a company from your garage to being right the biggest company in the world. No one knows what that's like. She's gone through just as much stress as he has. I guarantee you, if not more. So in that case, for sure, that should be split down the middle. But if Jeff Bezos' next wife whoever if he decides to marry again and now he's at half right he's at 80 billion dollar net worth or whatever the case is mm-hmm. and then he decides to get married again there is no way that if that next woman decided to divorce him that she should get half Because she had no parts of building Amazon. She had no stress. She had none of those things. So therefore, yes, we're going to build this thing together. We're going to continue to build our life together. But as far as like the hard work and things that I've put in to sacrifice. No, unfortunately, you don't get a piece of that. Just like you bring baggage into like, you know, you're bringing stuff into the marriage. I bring stuff in. But there's certain things that you don't get privy to anymore because we're starting from this point Moving forward. Right. It's not that that's where my treasure is. It's just that's just not fair. That's just not Mm -hmm. fair. Right. Like you get married two or three times because you're searching for love or right. You believe this was the right woman. And those women leave you every time your net worth goes down by half. Like Mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense because then people would just be like, well, I'm not going to be married right and then that breaks down the covenant like what we're called to do we're called to like you know be in unison and become one like i get it but as far as the money it's circumstantial there's no way that you can tell me that in every circumstance that spouse deserves half there's some circumstances like in jeff bezos's case i will agree she deserves half of that money and no one can tell me different because 25 years of marriage I know what she went through. I can only imagine what she's gone through to watch her husband build a company, right? The size of Amazon. She deserves every bit of it. In another circumstance, like the next woman deserves zero, absolutely nothing of it. And that's what the prenup is for. So that's why I would say, right? It's circumstantial.
2: Okay, that's fair. Very valid points. I agree. Very valid points. I'll start from the top down. You gave a lot, I gave a lot, and I i to we'll go back we'll go back and forth. Yeah. Number, so with number one, with her, she actually not only did she endure the stress, the pain, the grind of it, she actually helped put the company together in its very early stages and periodically throughout it helped with the company. Uh-huh. So just take, if we're just going to take it at face value, she was a part of writing the business plan sure. <laughs> of the company sure. and getting it structurally set up. And I'm pretty sure knowing Jeff Bezos probably was an employee at one point. Not I'm sure you're right. With that's, <laughs> right. That's
1: the way it works for anybody that has a spouse and they're an entrepreneur. Exactly. Your spouse works in your business. Like, it, exactly that's the way it goes.
2: Right. Now, so then number two, right? We talk about, hey, you know, the next woman... That I commit myself to, I'm going to have an arrangement because she didn't help with this, right? You didn't. What is that? You didn't put in on this man, that's right? right. Smokey, right? That's right. <laughs> but here goes the thing, though, man. That's irrelevant to God under covenant. If you're a Bible, if, in my opinion, if you're a Bible believing person, now, if you're not a Bible believing person, you could actually hit mute right now, unless you just want clarity of that in perspective. Right? <laughs> if you're a Bible believing person, that's irrelevant. It doesn't matter about what you came in with, or what you didn't come in with. That's irrelevant. With two people, and that's again why I'm going to stress, you don't just jump into marriage. And here goes the funny part. There's nowhere in the Bible that says you have to get married, sure. right? Sure. Now, now for some people, and that doesn't mean like, ooh, I'm gonna go, i sleep with everybody. That's another conversation for another day, <laughs> but that's not this, you know, this podcast. However, there's nowhere in the Bible that says you have to get married. Nowhere. But it does say if you do decide to, there is no prenuptial agreement arrangement (laughs) in there. Now, some people may say, well, Moses gave the the decree of divorce. Yes, because guess what was happening? That wasn't God. That was Moses. Moses gave the decree of divorce, allowed it because the men, not the women, the men were walking away from their lives and uh, their wives and leaving them impoverished. Mm. Impoverished. During that time they weren't able to work and do different things. So literally a man was like, Huh, I'm done with you and go get married somewhere else. And that's how they were acting during that day. So Moses, the dude that part the Red Sea for people that don't know who that is or they're thinking about Moses below from the NBA. Right. <laughs> like, like that's why he went and wrote the hey, you know what? Here goes the order of divorce decree, which forced the man to say, if you are going to leave this woman, which is not right, but if you do, then you have to give her wealth. So because she can't sustain herself, right? During that time, they weren't working and doing things the way we see them today. So he forced the man during that time. It wasn't God giving him the order to do that. He was governing the people. He said, you know what? You're just leaving the woman with nothing. You're getting with her. You're the one with the wealth. Ah, you're the one have, and that's been, you know, that's been making the money based on the time. I said that women couldn't, but based on that area of time, right, you're the one with the wealth, you're the one that's come up with the money, and you're literally taking it, you're getting with this woman, living with her, however, y'all decide to split, most of the time with the man walking away from her, you decide to split, and you're just leaving her and the kids impoverished. Right. And you're walking away to the next woman. So he was like, "No, here goes an order of divorce, a divorce decree, and it forced them to have to give partial of their wealth away, the wealth that they had together in their marriage, away to the woman because of that." That's number. So that if we're going to go to the biblical, here goes because again, that's my foundation of truth. That's sure. be super religious for some people on this call, but this is my perspective, sure. right? Sure. Number three, right? Number three. Now this is, I'm going to rattle a lot of feathers, because you said the word a few times, it's going to frustrate some people that are on the call, our listeners, right? There's no word for fair in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's no word for fair in the Bible. The original Hebrew Bible, which I, if you're going to be a bible believer person, I do, please, I will ask you to continue your studies. And get to the original text. Keep going past King James. It's not the original. Keep going past all those other texts. They amplified all that. Those are reworded, reformatted for us. But if you want to get down to the meat to meat, the meat of it, you have a you have tons of resources today where you can literally read it. There is no concept of fair in the Hebrew language. There's none whatsoever. There's no word of fair in there. It's not because what is fair? Oh, I get this. I get this. Everything's equal. There ain't nothing being there equal always in life, <laughs> all right? <laughs> like, there is nothing, right? So there's no concept of that. So for you or anybody to say, hey, it's not fair for me to agree to give you everything and go to God and say, under God, I promise to love you, sickness, and health, and do all of that. But, hey, here goes this agreement. We're attached, to So when we break up, this is how it's going to look. Nah. Nah, that's not, there's no such concept. Because that's truly, if you want to be honest, that's not fair. Like, hey, I'm gonna love you, honor you, cherish you, do this, do that, do this. And what does it say? Through Most people now say through sickness and health, through richer or poor. And then some people trying to slip in there through richer or richer. Like, oh yeah, we don't believe in poverty. Okay, so you just pretty much said I'm gonna love you, either you through richer or richer. So when y'all get poor, and y'all gotta go through the struggle the grind, you ain't gonna love them. You, just, you said, hey, I ain't out of that. <laughs> right, you know, I ain't out of that, right? to do good health good health no bad health so you know like when you get bad health I, I get out of that right like you know, not try to play the game look all of this to be said is at the end of the day and this is serious especially for entrepreneurs out there that want to get married this is a great conversation for you because you've got to deal with this you better be 100%. And about being perfectly sure because people evolve, people change. But the same way you're committed to being an entrepreneur, the same way, like Chris, very many times on this is like, I'm never going back <laughs> to work at a job. I don't care what my mama say, Terrell say, I'm never going to do that. I will always work for myself. You know, if it's in my God-given ability to do so, then guess what? then you better have that same commitment. And if you have that same commitment to that other person, then guess what? You don't need to worry about no prenuptial agreement. You ain't even thinking about failure, right? Think about that. As entrepreneurs, you're going out. You're not thinking about them. You're thinking about that, hey, you may fail. You may have some ups and downs, but there's no quit in you. And guess what? You'll be willing to give the company up in the sense of like, I want to give it all. And if it, if it goes away, okay, but I'm going to start over. I'm willing to go bankrupt for my company, right? Well, then guess what? If you're willing to go bankrupt for your company, then you're telling me you're not willing to go half with the woman you say you love, you care, or the husband you care about, that doesn't make sense to me. And that's just my stance on it, my perspective.
1: I, I hear you. And because... Right? I'm a man of faith as well. I'm going to agree on the Bible believing principles that you laid out. I will, like, I'll agree with those things. And that's, you know, that's always gets us back to our, you know, our reference of truth, like you said. But it's still a tough pill to swallow. And for, I know people that are listening, if they have a stance on this, that would be a real tough pill to say that just because. And I don't want to limit it and say, like, just because it's in the Bible, but like, you know, but just, you know, because that is something that we hold as truth, does, are we still making the right decision? Is there somewhere that like we are supposed to protect ourselves, right? Our money may not be our treasure per se, but we're also not meant to just be taken advantage of. And because we can go into, right, like, I think that's my biggest place is. I can have that mindset, and you can have that mindset, and I think it's right, you know? Like, if you're going to give 100%, we're going all the way. Like, we're not changing this thing or anything. But to deal with another human being, whether you love them or not, like, to just to deal with another person that you're about to make your spouse that you don't have control over, you don't have control over how they think, you don't have control over any aspect of their life outside of the fact that you guys that we get married, to become one, right? We're working together on on life, we're becoming partners, all of that, but they still have their own mind. I feel like, and you're right, if, and I don't know that, but, right? You're a pastor, basically. So, like, I would agree with you that, like, there's no fair in the Bible, right? I, in the Hebrew, right, there's no translation for the word fair. So, you know, I'll concede to that. I'll, I'll say that's fine, but there has to be some place where, Earthly, we are protected, you know, to not lose our wealth or our riches or whatever we've accumulated because of a decision we made to get married and another person chose to not be married for the same reasons.
2: Hey, I hey, I hit you with this, Chris, and this is the hard one, right? Hopefully it makes the pill a little bit easier to swallow down the road, right? <laughs> And and again, this is not typically a religious podcast, but this is our perspective. And this is where we really want to hear your comments on this one. This, please, please, please make sure you comment on this one, right? If no other one, comment on this one because this is a good conversation because there's a lot of you on this call that are going to be taking the nuggets and you're going to become super successful and very wealthy because of the things that you hear from this podcast accumulated with all the other teachings and education and perspectives that you get. So you're going to be faced with with, oh my gosh, I love this woman, I love this man, and I generated all this wealth. Now what? Okay, but here goes back. Here goes back. Christ died while we were yet sinners, meaning the protection that you seek is not there. It's not. <laughs> the Bible actually constantly tells us that while we're following, he, what did he say? Pick up your cross and follow me, meaning. That security blanket that you want to say, this other person could just totally flip and it totally crushed me. Yeah, that's right. That's how deep you got to go in into it. Mm-hmm. That's how vulnerable you got to be, that you literally are saying, I'm going to submit myself, become one, and if that other person flips, it can, air quote, ruin me right, it can ruin me emotionally, it can probably mess around and shake my faith, ruin me spiritually, it can most definitely, I deal with a lot of people that come in, you know, to my scope of work with bad credit because of a divorce, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean, because yeah. other person just stopped paying all the bills that they co-signed on, right, they couldn't afford to pay it themselves, right, just totally take their marriage, take them financially, yes, that's how it is, because guess what? Christ came and died while we were not in good spirit. See, when we get married, everything's good. She looks beautiful. She all dolled up. The last three months, she went on the diet. She went on that Kanye workout plan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she got good. Everything was perfect. Now, she bought the dress smaller just because she had a golden hit. He went bought the suit a little bit more snug. He got the skinny suit on because he wants to look good. Everything's perfect. And that's when we get married. But the true example that we're supposed to be modeling and following in the spiritual sense is we're committed while we know they're broken. We know there's some things that's not right. We know every, you know, these things are going on. Now, if you feel like, you know what, we're unequally yoked, meaning that's a a Bible term, we're not really equal, then the Bible explicitly tells you, do not not get get married. married. Do (laughs) not get married. Yeah. It warns you if you don't feel like you're on the same page with that person. Now it goes into more of a believer, non-believer, but it's it's the concept you can use whether you believe in God or not. If you don't feel all, you're equal, you're a billionaire, and you picked her up at the club, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she happened to be at the billionaire's club because she knew somebody knew somebody knew somebody, then that ain't wifey. <laughs> that's not wifey. Or that's not hubby. That's not him. If you got to go through all of that, like, you didn't come in with—you ain't on my same level. The Bible explicitly says, do not get married. You are unequally yoked. So what would I say to Bezos that wants to marry again, like he's committed to, I have to be married? Right, I need that lifestyle. I need that stability. Then you better go to Forbes Top 400 and <laughs> see what you can pull.
1: <laughs> I get it. You
2: can pull. I get it, man. And that's the hard truth. That's the hard truth. Yes, we got to be that vulnerable. I know it sucks. I know it's not comfortable. I know we spent our whole lives building this wealth, but in reality, in my reality, let me just say it that way. What we're saying is. What we what it sounds like it can be said, it can be misconstrued, if not true, is I value that more than the person. Sure. Right? And that's where we don't want to get off of. It, and that's why I'm I am added. I tell my wife I tell my wife all the time. they won't blow up. I said first, funny enough, we've already blown up. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> well, like, if you look at man, I had a, you know, almost a three, four hundred percent jump in my income. Once I started reading and investing in podcasts like this and studying and everything else, I mean, it was crazy. I looked at my old tax statements. I said, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And I could track it to this. But guess what? If it happens, at the end of the day, hey, look, she should get it. And let's say she walks away and she runs off to India. I can't find her. Like, I'm forcing it in divorce, right? Like, I just can't find her, right? And I decide, hey, you know what? I want to do it again. Then guess what? If I pull a girl out the club and, I, and I'm and i like, God told me to marry you, then guess what? If she, because she's a girl out the club and she's a conniving, manipulative, and she hustled me, right? She got me. Then guess what? That's on me. That's on me because I chose her. And if and if guess what? If one day, you know what I'm saying, what I don't even know what the ladies Jeff Bezos wife, she take me she kicked me out of the crowd and Ebony ran off, and guess what? And she wanna break up with me? I'd be like, girl. That eighty about to turn into forty, that's what it means <laughs> <laughs> it be the same way on the other side. Just so happened I'm on this side. So, uh what we doing? Mm. How <laughs> I mean, we cash check, I'll take cash or some crypto, right? <laughs> I'll take some crypto. You know, can okay, we split it up in Bitcoin? So <laughs> but that's just me, man. That's just how I know it. I know probably listeners are like, oh my god, this got so deep. Yeah, like it but you should be thinking about that, especially if you're considering bringing your life together at some point, but your life right now is your business. You got to think about that. You have to. And if you really seriously are like, no, I can't, then I, I, I would say I would really resist the urge to even get married until you're ready to say, hey, that's it. And that's just my perspective. But you do what you do, you live your life, you have yours. I'm just here to add a different perspective.
1: And that's all it's really about, guys. And I think, T, you've said a bunch that people can reflect on to be honest, like I'll reflect on some of the things that that you've talked about. I have my stance, and I still, again, in an earthly realm, like I just it, I can't see it being fair. Like, and I'll use the word again. I just, I just don't, (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't see that being like the smartest move to protect yourself. But again, if we are taking God's word as truth and that's how we choose to live our lives, then obviously the Bible says something different and I'll toss it to our listeners after that, right? I'll toss it to you guys, depending on what your, you know, your frame of reference is or, you know, where, what, what you hold as truth, where do you sit on this conversation? right? Do you feel like you should, everything should be split 50-50 no no matter what? Or would you see having a prenup, some type of something in writing to say that this is how the finances get split up afterwards? Do you think that that's still the right move or do you you think it's the wrong move? I I think T's presented uh, a pretty solid argument or side that um, as to why it should be split 50-50 the, the entire way. I still have thoughts that it. I think it's circumstantial that you can go one way or the other, but obviously me going back and really diving into the word and finding out what God wants of us is really where I would hold my truth, just like uh, T. But for, but for all the listeners and everyone that's, that's out there, we pose the question to you. So as always, right, question of the day is, do you think in a divorce... That splitting things up 50-50 is the right way to go? Or do you believe in the prenup or some type of paper saying this is how we split things up? I'm really curious and I know T is really curious to hear you guys' response. We really want to engage with you guys and have more conversation. So please follow us, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast and leave your comments to say what your thoughts are on this topic, but I think we did a good job of wrapping it up. And I think it's a place where some people might need a different perspective, right? I think some people need a different perspective on it. And that's what we want to do. So we're going to sign off for this episode of the Perspective Podcast T, Say goodbye to the people.
2: Love you. As always, make sure you hit us up. Like that's really what this is about. Hit us up, ask us questions. You know where to find us at on social media. Hit us up, we'll be right there. Hey, if you even with some snide remarks, no, you're crazy, Terrell. I probably am. My wife says it all the time. I'm not sure why she's still with me, but I'm sticking in there. <laughs> well, make sure you hit us up. Um, we love you, and we thank you, and we appreciate your time so much.
1: Absolutely, guys. Until next week, take care. God bless.
0: Thank you for listening to the Perspective Podcast today. We understand that you had thousands of other podcasts that you could be listening to, but you chose us. We thank you for that, and we're very grateful for it. If you ever want to reach out to us, you can always catch Chris on Twitter at CMuzon1, that's the number one, and myself at Terrell underscore Ward at Twitter. Those are our handles. Today, the music that you heard is by none other than Love. God bless you. Y'all. Speak the, the truth, truth, never
2: telling no fibs. When I walk up in that booth, ain't no telling who lives. No weapon formed against my team shall prosper. I'm seeking eternal life when I'm done. Word to the Father on. Uh.